This is HPR episode 2453 entitled The Power of GNU Readline, Part 2. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about 19 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is various ways of deleting and undeleting on the command line with GNU Readline. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Everybody. Welcome to Hacker Public Radio. My name is Dave Morris. Now today I'm talking about GNU Readline. This is show number two in what I imagine will be a, a series of maybe three or four episodes. Number two is, well it starts off with a recap of number one which was July 2016. In that episode I went through a number of the the keys, key sequences that you are probably aware of, and maybe a few you're not, but uh, just a few of them. I'm not going to do too many because it gets a bit, uh, bit tedious if I do too many. But anyway, I mentioned Control D as a way of deleting the character under the cursor. You can use the Delete key if you have one of those, the one marked Del or Delete on your keyboard. But um, at least that's what hap- what works on my keyboard. I'm not sure I can extrapolate to everybody, but it works for me. But I mentioned it, and it, it does do that thing, and it does it fine. But it does a thing I didn't cover in that episode. If you have... If your, your cursor's sat on an empty line, it's at the start of the line, there's nothing else on the line, it's completely empty, you've not typed a thing. Control-D sends an end-of-file signal usually written EOF in capitals. Now, if you are running a program or a script, then it could well cause that program or script to stop, or at least it signals that there's no more data if it's waiting for data. If you're at a in a terminal, a terminal emulator, Control-D will often just uh, log you out of it. So it'll, um, it'll close it down. So I thought it was worth clarifying that. I tend not to use Control D to delete stuff, so I'd forgotten at the time I did it. There's a written recap in the the longer notes for this, just talking about the way we name the various keys that are used here, but I won't go into that. The other thing I wanted to raise was, depending on what desktop you actually use, you might find some of the key sequences mentioned in the read line manual and in this this, uh, episode to be slightly different. I'm not quite sure. It's hard to do a survey. I haven't got all possible implementations of Linux. I haven't got all different types of keyboards and stuff here to to test. So just warning you, you need to just double check. One of the areas of confusion is between the backspace key and the delete key. Certainly it was very, very confusing back in the early uh, days of Unix. And I used a lot of them. 
just a wee, wee bit in many cases, but I have actually used them. Sun OS, Solaris, Domain OS, HPUX, etc. There's a list here, but I won't read it. So I did point to an episode, uh, a link, which talks about the history of these things, because they, they go back to the days of paper tape and uh, had certain effects of overprinting and deleting stuff in on uh, paper tape. So they're a little bit... They have been through a slightly odd history. Anyway, the main subject I want to talk about today is doing things on the command line. That's what we're really talking about here is an editor, a type of editor which is built into the command line that you use. And that's, that can be the command line of your shell. Or it could also be the, the command line that you're in if you've invoked, say, MySQL or some some other tool ftp or something from the the bash or whatever command line and it also uses read line the term kill is used in the documentation which actually means deleting but also saving it away and the the corresponding term that's used is yank meaning to reinsert the deleted text back again these terms didn't catch on i guess and they're certainly not consistent with what's with this with their use which they do still exist in sed and vim but um so i'm not going to use them i might refer to them on and off but uh cut and paste is what's normally referred to these days deleted or cut or killed text is stored in a place called the kill ring so you can't get away from this term totally and consecutive kills cause the text to be accumulated into one unit which can then be pasted back all at once so if you're on a command line and you do a series of deletions then they're all going to be collected together and um, be available to to be reused as soon as you use a command that don't doesn't do any killing then that stops the collection of text relating to the last sequence of kills or cuts which is makes sense when you do it it makes sense but when you when i say it it doesn't seem to make a huge lot of sense so i'm going to go through a bunch of um key sequences there's only six here which i'm going to just talk about briefly and then give some examples let's go through that sequence of six sequences control k which i've written down as capital c hyphen k in these notes but i've explained that last time what this does is it deletes text from the current cursor position to the end of the line. So if you're somewhere, you've typed some stuff, then you've cursored back a bit and you realize you got it wrong and you want to delete from where the cursor is to the, to the, the right-hand end of the line, then Control-K will do that. But it's a kill command, so it's storing it away. Meta-D, remember the meta key is usually the Alt key on your keyboard. But if you haven't got one of those, then you can use escape and then D. Meta D is a shift type command, so you hold down the alt key and uh, and then press D. But if you use the escape variant, you type the escape and then you type the D. Meta D deletes forward from the cursor to the end of the current word. So that's assuming you're in a word. That's why I said current word. If you're between words, then it deletes to the end of the next word going right that is word boundaries are the ones that we talked about in the last episode 
when we looked at meta F, move forward a word. Basically, it's uh, letters and numbers and things which are not letters and numbers are regarded as word delimiters, word boundaries. When you are in a word and you, you do a meta D, the space after the word isn't deleted. The space before the word is only deleted if the cursor is already in that, in that space. So you can get slightly different effects, so you can get rid of the double spacing you might get in a, in a bit of text by doing that. You can see how similar it is in many respects to doing these types of things in an editor. If you're, a, if you're an editor user like Emacs or Vim, then there are similarities. By the way, these, can, these um, key sequences I'm talking about are effectively, or at least they related to Emacs. There is a series of control commands which you can do which will which are equivalent to Vim, but I'm not really going to talk about them here. I might add them in towards the end of this series, but uh, it's easier, I, I believe anyway, to use these. So number three in my list is MetaDel. It's written as MetaDel, meaning the delete key, but Meta Backspace also works. And I find that these don't, they aren't equivalent. This is why I've had all this preamble about issues with different keyboards and stuff, and also with desktops and whatever. Anyway, Meta Dell or Meta Backspace will delete backwards from the cursor to the start of the current word. So we've gone forward and deleted stuff. Now, this is how you delete backwards. If you're between words, it, start, it goes back to the start of the previous word. And it's the same boundaries as we've talked about before. Now, when I do this on my keyboard, I find this only works with meta backspace, not as meta del or delete. It's really useful for, if you're typing a command, if you're typing a command with a file name in it, then it's really useful for deleting backwards through that file name in one chunk at a time. Okay, the next one is Control w What this does is it deletes backwards from the cursor to the previous white space. So if you're in a great long file name with no spaces in it, Control w will delete the whole thing. Uh, that was the one I learned first, I have to say. But it's a real pain if you've got something quite long and uh, you just want to delete a few components of it. So that's where meta backspace is, is an easier way of doing it. But it's using white space, not the, the boundaries that we've looked at so far, word boundaries. So there's a bunch of things that delete stuff. Control Y is the Y because it's, it refers to a yank, but it's, it's a paste sequence which pastes the most recently killed text back into the buffer at the cursor position. So I've talked about how as you delete stuff, it's um, especially if you delete stuff and then do something else, then delete some more stuff, it's actually in what they're calling a kill ring, which is, to, I think you could look at it as a stack, but uh, since you can't visualise it, not, not as far as I know, then it's a little bit difficult to, to appreciate. But anyway, the next command lets you do some stuff with this so-called kill ring, and that's meta y. And what that does is it rotates the kill ring. It, it uh, moves the topmost thing, I guess, to the bottom, and then gives you the next one down in the in the list. And then it will paste it. But it only works if the command you just did was 
a control Y or a meta Y. So if you're in the in the domain of pasting stuff, then meta Y can be quite useful. I've got an example in a minute or two. Appreciating that make doing examples in audio when you're talking about uh, stuff on a command line is difficult. The examples are, I think, I hope anyway, are are explained in 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 written form in the notes. So let's get into the examples then. So say for example we have written the the string. We we want to echo the string. How many miles to Babylon? And the way I've written it is an echo, and then these words, how many miles to Babylon, without enclosing quotes, which is legal. Echo will handle that. Not not ideal, but it makes this example easier, so I'm cheating slightly. So if you did that, you type that, and then you moved your cursor back to the M in miles. And remember, you can use the meta B command that we looked at in the previous show to do this. This is moved backwards by words. And I've written it up here with a circumflex underneath the M to show where the cursor key would be. Then if you pressed Control K, the text from the cursor, the, the, where the, uh, the cursor is on the M of miles, to the end of the line is deleted. So all you're left with is how many and a space. If you then moved your cursor to the capital H of how many, you could use meta B again to do this. And then you press control Y to paste it, the text back. You'd end up with the string echo space miles to Babylon how many. There's no space between Babylon and how many because there were none when it when it got chopped. You get you can see it's 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 I hope you can appreciate that you chop the thing off the end and you stuck it on the front. Not really world shatteringly uh, useful, but you know the useful thing to play around with just to get the hang off. If you if this sounds interesting to you, then I would suggest you you do a bit of messing around with this sort of stuff. So example two is a little bit longer and more complicated, and it's using file names. So. I was thinking what I could use to, as a demonstration and I logged in as root and I started having a look at various files in the, in the var log directory where all the log files are. Now on my machine I've got Mosquito um, which is a, a tool to let you do communication between systems. Small is a, is a short message type thing. I've talked about it in a previous episode and it's useful for IoT type applications. But it writes a log, and the log is in var slash log slash mosquito with two t's slash mosquito dot log. So I'm just assuming that if you're using it, you might want to do the thing that you tend to do with log files and tail them from time to time to see what just happened or what went wrong when you were developing something or whatever. So normally you would have typed such a line by typing tail, the command let's look at the end of a file, space, slash var, slash log, slash mos. And if you press tab at that point, you will get that expanded to mosquito, assuming you have mosquito on your machine. There'll be other instances of other files, like Apache things, that you can do similar sort of stuff. Then... In the case of Mosquito, if you press tab again, it fills in the rest because the only things in that directory will be files called 
mosquito.log and then a, a number and, a, and another suffix. So mosquito.log is the first one that comes back when you press tab. But I'm sure you know this. You, you've, you, uh, if you're a command line user, you know tab will uh, will do all sorts of clever things with um, expansion of file file names and that type of thing. Now, assuming you've, you've hit the, you've entered this command and you've looked at the output and you realize you want to look at something else, then you might recall that line with an up arrow and it's in the var log directory you want to look at. You decide you want to look at the system log. That's a file called syslog. So you, you recall that, that tail command we just talked about. If you press meta backspace three times, remember I talked about this, meta backspace will delete words backwards. So it will delete mosquito.log and then mosquito. So you end up with slash var slash log slash slash being a delimiter and it will have stopped the deletion. Then if you type syslog, you would get up with the command tail space var slash log slash syslog, syslog and there you'd be able to, to check the contents of that file. There might be other files you want to look at and you can use a similar sort of technique of meta backspace to delete the last component and uh, type something else in its place. Now, the last demonstration relating to this was if you were to delete that syslog element of the file name using meta backspace. You could restore it with control Y, as we as we've already spoken about. Control Y will just put back what was last deleted. But if you then type meta Y, which is the thing that rotates this kill ring or this stack of, of uh, deleted stuff, meta Y, you'd see the syslog component be replaced by mosquito slash mosquito.log. So in other words, the mosquito slash mosquito.log string got deleted, even though you hit meta backspace three times, it got deleted and assembled together. And it's in this stack or ring. And if you do meta y, you will pull it up from the second position in this stack. So if you'd been doing this, of, of looking in this directory by typing stuff with tab of course to help you because you don't like typing like me probably and um, you then deleted bits which you can do with with meta backspace and then looked at other things you can go back through this stuff and and um, get back to a previous condition with this meta y because you'd be saying well why not just do up arrow to go back a command and you're quite right that would that would also do the job, but uh, there, <laughs> I can't think of a more sophisticated uh, example. So, so you'll have to stick with that one. But um, I do find myself using meta backspace a lot since I learnt it existed a while ago now. But uh, I've not used this control Y and meta Y much. But that's partly because I've only really absorbed its usefulness in in sort of the last few weeks so gradually as you appreciate the flexibility that these things offer you then hopefully you'll find that that you can incorporate them into your daily usage into your muscle memory as you as you use the, the command line anyway i hope that 
makes the point that GNU Readline's actually got some quite powerful stuff in there and uh, there's some, some worthwhile things to, to learn about there. So, that's all. Probably going to do a couple more of these before I stop. And just to whet your appetite, I was looking through this recently and discovered that there's a whole macro and um, a type feature which you can set up using a config file so you can create your own key sequences which will give you shortcuts for example point at a word hit this key sequence and it will put quotes around it those types of things you can do with GNU Readline so I'm going to cover those in the uh, the next couple of episodes okay bye bye You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.